It's Thursday, February 9th, 2017. Here in my little corner of the world, it's raining hard right now. It's kind of fun to see it, and you may hear it a little bit, which I hope is nice for you. We're on chapter 19 of the Dwight Goddard translation of the Tao Te Ching. Here it is. Abandon the show of saintliness and relinquish excessive prudence. Then people will benefit a hundredfold. Abandon ostentatious benevolence and conspicuous righteousness. Then people will return to the primal virtues of filial piety and parental affection. Abandon cleverness and relinquish gains. Then thieves and robbers will disappear. Here are three fundamentals on which to depend, wherein culture is insufficient. Therefore, let all men hold to that which is reliable, namely, recognize simplicity, cherish purity, reduce one's possessions, diminish one's desires. All right. Sit up nice and straight now. Pay attention. You know, there's the story of uh, the old Zen masters who would walk around the Zendo while the monks were meditating and hit them with a cane if they were falling asleep or had obviously lost their focus. (laughs) That's a different approach. Um, Imagine that I'm there right now, ready to do that to you if you should slip up. No, please don't. (laughs) Uh, Interesting approach to enlightenment. Become enlightened or I will beat you. Um, But maybe it helped. I'm not sure. I'm not sure. All right. Upright. Breath from the belly. Eyes gently closing, tongue on the roof of your mouth, and we shall sit for 10 minutes. Here we go.
Settle in now. Let your awareness rest within yourself. And the focus of your mind on your breath. Not to control it. but instead just to watch it. Now, as thoughts and feelings arise, can you, can you follow them with your awareness without becoming them? And when the time comes, can you let them go? As you focus on your breath today, and you focus on the source of it, from deep within you, deep within your belly, right down to your hips and your groin. Have your awareness extend to the lower parts of your body as you concentrate on your breath.
and as you stay with whatever arises, as you're focused on deep within your belly, if you should get distracted, that's okay too. Because when you notice that you're distracted, then you've come back to being present. And it's all part of the path, isn't it? And as you have your attention on these deep parts of yourself, and you see if you can bring some kindness to those deeper parts of yourself as you bring your awareness to them. It's easy to neglect what's deep down there in the lower half of your body. So maybe it's been ignored. Now is a chance for you to be kind to those parts of you that have been ignored.
Well, if you listened to yesterday's program, I hope that you enjoyed your technology-free day yesterday. Or reduced technology day, I should say. Jesus Christ, was it hard for me to, uh, to not check the news, which is really interesting. In fact, I asked my lovely fiancé what the news was <laughs> at the end of the day. I asked her, well, did anything happen? <laughs> she didn't know, bless her heart, which was really good. I guess I cheated a little bit, didn't I? Yeah. Hmm. I noticed today during the meditation that uh, I was experiencing a combination of both joy and fear. Sometimes that arises in me. I'm sure that I'm not the only one who's had it. So maybe that's something that's uh, also been in your repertoire of experiences at one point or another. Joy and fear together. Um, you know, when I search for the possible reasons for that in my mind, looking for an explanation is how I would put it. Um, I think at least some of the time what I'm experiencing is a fear of my own joy. And maybe that too is something that you've experienced. So that, it would seem to me, is a tremendous opportunity for us to notice it and practice compassion with ourselves when it arises. And it is for me an opportunity right now to do that. So thank you. Thank you for being on this journey with me and um, bearing witness. Yeah. Returning to chapter 19 here. Abandon the show of saintliness and relinquish excessive prudence. Then people will benefit a hundredfold. Abandon ostentatious benevolence and conspicuous righteousness. Then people will return to the primal virtues of filial piety and parental affection. Abandon cleverness and relinquish gains then thieves and robbers will disappear. That's the first verse. Um, you know, we talked a bit about <laughs> filial piety yesterday and how yesterday's passage was pointing to, pointing away from filial piety, which if you'll remember is respect for one's elders, pointing away from it is being truly virtuous. And I said yesterday that filial piety is a sign of authoritarianism in the family. Well, filial piety was very important in, in this ancient Chinese society and continues to be to this day. It is in many corners of the planet. The idea being that respect for your parents, taking care of them in old age, respect for your elders, hold society together. It's the glue, it's part of the glue that holds society together. The challenge that I have with this passage today is that it does seem to me to conflict with the reading from yesterday, except if you read it as um, the parental affection arising naturally on its own, as opposed to being something that Somebody is forced to do because of their culture, because of cultural expectations. 
in which case then I personally have no complaint with it. But I think the other thing that's going on here is that we're seeing a case in which the Tao Te Ching promotes the value of a cohesive society over that of individual enlightenment. If parents see the role of their children as being to respect and honor them, even from the time when those children are little, then the parents will be getting their emotional needs met at the expense of the children. And I feel pretty strongly that that is backwards. And I also feel pretty strongly that that is, in fact, one of the major problems with present human culture, that parents are getting their emotional needs met at the expense of their own children. And then it's a pattern that continues because since those children never got their emotional needs met, then they later look to their children to meet them. And it's, uh, it's a pathological cycle in which the powerful take advantage of the weak. So I don't see filial piety as a primal virtue, I guess is what I'm saying. And especially right now, given the challenges that we face as a world society. And so I, I have three separate translations in front of me right now. The, the James Leg translation, which is from 1895. The Suzuki translation, which I think is from 1913 or so, pretty much the same time as the Goddard translation and the Goddard translation. And um, all three of these are a little bit... Um, unclear or or miss the mark for me in terms of guideposts for living in 2017. But using all three of them, I was able to come up with my own little version here, which I hope is slightly more relevant for for our time and our place. So here is my first verse. Abandon holiness and prudence, and the people will be better by a hundredfold. Abandon benevolence and justice, and the people will become naturally devoted and kind. Abandon cleverness and scheming, and thieves and robbers will disappear. So there are a lot of lessons in this, in this chapter for us. And the main one for me is, let go of trying to control things. Let go of your desire to manipulate things into a particular outcome. So then we might ask ourselves, well, okay, so there were three separate statements here about what to abandon, but that doesn't tell me what I should be doing. And the next verse hints at that. But before I get to that, might I suggest that you already know what to do? which is sort of the whole point of the Tao Te Ching. Your inner wisdom, when you truly connect with it, connect with your heart, connect with that ancient billions-year-old wisdom that I've talked about that's deep within you, it knows what to do. But we've stifled it so much that uh, it's really fucking hard for us to hear which is why we meditate and have these discussions and so on. 
All right, so here's the advice section. And I'll read the Goddard translation first and then mine, my version. Here's Goddard. Here are three fundamentals on which to depend wherein culture is insufficient. Therefore, let all men hold to that which is reliable, namely, recognize simplicity, cherish purity, reduce one's possessions, diminish one's desires. It's not bad, but it's still a little hard for me to understand. So here's what I wrote. And if the culture should fail these three things, hold fast to the enduring, recognize simplicity, cherish purity, let go of your possessions and reduce your desires. So that's the advice. Hold fast to the enduring, recognize simplicity, cherish purity, and let go of your possessions and reduce your desires. If you do that, who will you then be? Is that question even important? On this page uh, that I'm reading, these three translations on, it's on a website called yellowbridge.com if you want to check it out. But there's an advertisement at the bottom of the page and it says, meditate like a monk, get all the benefits of meditation with the push of a button. <laughs> yeah, that's all you have to do is push a button and you'll have all the benefits of meditation. Who will you be if you sincerely embark on a path of following this advice from today's passage? And then can you let go of the question of who you'll be and just be it? Yeah. And maybe that's all just words, too. You get to decide. That's the beauty of it. It's your experience. That will do it for today. Thanks for sitting with me. Have a great day.